Hi, and welcome to the Mind Yourself podcast with Jazz and Laura and SpunOut.ie. Mind Yourself with SpunOut.ie. Each week on the podcast, we'll be joined by CEO of SpunOut.ie, Ian Power, to talk all things mental health. Each week, we'll look at a different aspect of mental health, and Ian will be here to share his knowledge and advice. This week, the topic that we are going to be chatting about is adjusting to life after lockdown. I am once again joined by CEO of SpunOut.ie, Ian Power. Ian, welcome to the chat. Hey Laura, how are you? It is so great to chat to you again. I missed you last week while I took my week off. Uh, so the sacrifice I had to make was not seeing your lovely face. So I do apologise. <laughs> well, hopefully you had a lovely week off. I think that's much more exciting than my face. <laughs> it was nice and relaxing. Thanks, Emil. Uh, so we are going to be continuing our chats. We've been speaking to you over the past six weeks or so and we love having you on. And this week we want to touch on the fact that the country is reopening. Um, shops are starting to reopen. There's a lot more traffic on the streets. Um, people are planning when they can meet up and have parties with their friends again um, there's so many more people on the road and I know there's a lot of people out there who are experiencing a little bit of anxiety with the whole country reopening again because we have been self-isolating for three months we're not used to big crowds anymore concerts seem like a thing of the past uh, what would you say to those who are feeling a little bit anxious about it all? I would say, firstly, it's perfectly normal because I think, look, we've all been in a situation where, you know, we felt like this really big thing was happening and everyone was in it together. And there was a lot of, um, you know, solidarity around the experience somewhat. Obviously, people experienced it in vastly different ways, depending on the resources available to them. But overall, the experience was something that everyone was going through. And so it's understandable to be a little bit anxious. Maybe it's even a little bit of excitement as well because you know you don't know what 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 things are going to hold and, and how the next few weeks are going to pan out but certainly just to say that you know the people that have been reaching out to our tech service over the weekend and in the last few days definitely are feeling this too and there's lots of um, anxiety and concerns about you know, reintegrating into kind of social and professional settings um, and you know not being able to feel like you can do so in a way that maybe you did so previously like a lot of things coming up for people around childcare, even, you know, the fear of, of the virus as well is still very much real. Um, and also as well, you know, not feeling, you know, ready yet, even kind of integrate or stable enough to kind of come back and to, to do this. You know, I think a lot of people are very worried about a second wave of the virus as well. Um, and, and I think as well, a lot of people are really sad to say goodbye to some of the really positive things that happened during, um, you know, having more time to be with others, having more time to do things that you normally wouldn't have time to do, saving money because you're not going out doing things all the time. And there's lots of positives. And so I think one of the things will be interesting for us to try to do as we emerge is to manage our anxiety about the the kind of the easing of the restrictions, but also giving some time to think about well, what did I like about lockdown and how can I keep what I liked about lockdown into the future? I think that's definitely something that um, we should try to, to think about. I think the other thing that's driving a lot of anxiety as well is that a lot of people have lost work or lost a job because of COVID-19. I know we spoke about that before. Um, and, you know, there is some comfort in that the pandemic unemployment payment is going to continue for another while yet. Um, but I think people are starting to think about well, what happens after that stops and the economy maybe necessarily hasn't improved enough yet. And for younger people in particular, like we know that younger people rely more on part time work. Uh, we rely on kind of, you know, 
work that's a little bit more precarious, a little bit more, um, you know, dependent on industries like the hospitality industry and the tourism sector that have been so badly hit. And so I think that's definitely driving um, a little bit of anxiety for people too. So what I would say overall is that, look, all of that is normal to feel and feel it, like make sure you feel it and um, you know, definitely talk about it. But there are things that you can do as well, I think. I really like that point where you said that we have kind of developed like new hobbies and new interests and we're pursuing those interests and we didn't have the time before. Like, And I, I think I, I definitely fit into this category of being a little bit anxious about adjusting back to, to normal life because the past three months I've gotten so used to like obviously not having anything big social things to go to at the weekend I have very much been trying to look after my parents I wouldn't really let them cross the door for for the guts of two and a half months I was doing everything and now that things are starting to to go back to normal I'm like okay well now I feel the pressure that if my friends are meeting up in a garden that I have to go or you know I have to go and mix see all these people again and I even went shopping there a couple of weeks a couple of days ago on my holidays and I got like and I wouldn't really be that kind of person in crowds crowds are fine but I did get nervous in the shopping centre because I'm I think I'm more worried about like picking something up and passing it on rather than actually contracting the virus myself is that really weird (laughs) yeah no absolutely I think that's that's a responsibility a lot of people feel on their shoulders you know and I think that's obviously been one of the key messages that look while us younger people may be less at risk from a health perspective like we are still um, going to pass it on if, if we do catch it you know and I think that's definitely something that that people have been worried about because you know obviously we care deeply about those around us that it might affect and particularly as well like if you you know you've you've talked about kind of you know social activities are starting up again and what happens if you live in a household where one of your parents is potentially vulnerable to the disease and so you kind of have to say to yourself well look I think actually you know if it is that you you're declining social invitations because of that that's a really cool thing to be doing and it's a really like you know uh, it's a really important thing to be doing so you know don't kind of feel that you are in some way um you know i don't know you know less than or in some way kind of you know that your friends are um uh, going to think less of you because of that i think that that's absolutely not the case you know i mean i think it'll be really difficult and i think it's going to be really challenging to try and be so careful about our social interactions as we come out of this um but like to own uh, whatever it is you decide to do and to be able to know that you're playing into a bigger picture here and that people will generally understand you know and if they don't that's another thing and that's on them it's not on you and i think you know the main advice I would have is continue to talk about those fears. Um, whatever you're, you, you know, there may be a sense of loss, anxiety, concerns, whatever it is, many of us have them. And I think by sharing them with each other and being open and upfront, like we can work to support each other. So, you know, I think definitely with the friend situation, like, you know, letting friends know what's going on for you and so that they can be more inclusive in, in terms of the activities that they might plan. Um, you know, they might kind of, steer away from doing stuff indoors because that they know you might be worried about it and um, all of those di- different types of things I think if we keep addressing them um, as we kind of con- continue to kind of transition back into into settings that we've been prevented from moving around in for se- se- you know several months at this stage I think if we keep uh, talking about it I think it's really positive um, and ask questions I think as well you know I think whether it's you know about going to a friend's house or whether it's going back to work or whatever you know like what what are the preventative measures that are being implemented in like, let's say your workplace to keep people safe, asking questions, make suggestions. If you have them, you know, take things on to kind of 
you know, understand what are the things that are going to make you feel a little bit more comfortable, a little less anxious. Um, and I definitely think that's important for us to try to do as we come out of this is to, you know, really try to, I think, you know, worry about the things that are within our control or, or you know, within kind of the circle of influ influence that we can influence, you know, yeah. and, and to try to make sure that we're, um, you know, not worrying overly, but at the same time, you know, being um, upfront about what's going on for us with others, because I think that'll help us a lot to kind of ease our anxiety. Yeah, that is brilliant advice. And it is, it is very important to keep the conversation going. And I think your friends, if they're your friends at all, they, of course, they're going to understand if you say, look, I'm still a bit worried. I'm living with, you know, a parent or a grandparent. I don't want to come out. They're not going to turn around and say, uh, what are you doing? You know, like they're going to understand. Um, but I, I've seen a few people talk on Twitter about, you know, the reopening of the country and a lot of people who uh, would be quite introverted or saying this is the dream. Like, you know, we, we get to say no to all these. We don't have things to turn down. We're just staying in and they're really enjoying it. But there are people out there who who would have suffered quite badly with anxiety before all this. And it's probably been heightened now. Uh, 100% I'd say it has um, but there are I'm sure there are people out there who are literally afraid to cross the door um, and I know I, I know someone in my life who who would f fall into that category who is afraid to even go out for a walk for fears uh, of catching of catching COVID uh, what, what, what advice would you give maybe just to kind of take small steps to kind of getting back into their old productive routine? Yeah, I think the, I think you hit the nail on the head there in the sense that uh, it needs to be small steps. So look, just like um, before, you know, with any of the things we were trying to get used to during COVID, um, you know, whether that was kind of making sure that we were getting enough exercise or trying to start new healthy behaviors in order to counteract some of the things that were going on during COVID, we were kind of saying start small and build big. And I think the same advice is true of this situation. Start small, try to build yourself up to the various different levels at which you feel comfortable and putting yourself, yourself a little bit outside your comfort zone every time, as opposed to trying to put yourself out there in, in a way that might make you feel just really uneasy and very uncomfortable. So I think that's the best piece of advice. Um, you know, stay safe, trust your instincts. You know, if you're not comfortable attending something, you know, whether it's social event or whatever, don't feel the need to force yourself to go. I definitely think that piece around, you know, su suggesting um, alternative, whether it's settings or, you know, kind of whatever it is to walk outside, if it's, you know, drinks in a park or whatever, that may feel more comfortable for you rather than um, meeting in an enclosed space, definitely do that. Um, I think stay in touch as well, like keep in, keep in contact with people, um, you know, family, friends, like you're not alone in this transition. And I think letting people know that, you know, you're there, and that you're there for them and that they're there for you means a lot. And I think that's one of the things, I think we spoke about this before, is like really cool, deep conversations happening that we would never have had before. And, you know, you always were awful bad in Ireland for asking, how are you? But I would actually really wanted to know. But I really felt during COVID, we all really did want to know how everyone was doing. Yeah. I think we need to keep that up, you know, because I think, as you say, some people aren't able to kind of, experience the loosening of these restrictions in the same way or at the same time as others and so that really needs to be front of mind for everyone as well like you know whether you know if you're not anxious you know if you're absolutely buzzing to get out and about again and um, just remember that other people aren't going to be feeling the same way and to try to be mindful of that I think and and you know whether you know you're that person or whether you're somebody who's a little bit um, you know afraid or a little bit cautious about things transitions and changes take time right so it's very easy to kind of go into a lockdown situation and to 
get all your bits and to huddle down. But coming back out is going to be much more difficult. And we can see that in every way, you know, as the government are trying to support the opening up of all these industries. There's, it's so much harder to open things back up than it is to shut them down in the first place. And, and try to think about that in the same way for yourself. Transitions and changes take time. So try not to push yourself too hard to adjust and um, take it a day at a time. You know, be patient with yourself and other people and just accept that, look, we all deal with change differently. So, you know, if you feel that people around you are either moving too fast or too slow, you know, just understand that you need to move at your own pace and to be happy and comfortable with that yourself. And I think that that is the way that we will all come out of this is just everybody, you doing you and, and thinking about others around you and making sure that you're being as supportive as you can with everybody around you. And I think hopefully if we do that gradually and we start small, we get up to where we need to go we'll get to a point where everybody uh, is back out. And as you say as well, like, you know, if you did enjoy it and if you did enjoy kind of the, <laughs> the, the kind of, you know, if you're somewhat introverted, remind yourself of that and, and remind yourself that, yeah, it's good to be out. It's good to be social. And then it's good time. It's good to also kind of recharge the social batteries as well and take some time for yourself too. So mm. I think just the general kind of advice always is to be kind to yourself. And I don't think you can ever go wrong with that. No, 100%. And at last week, Ian, as well, you were involved in the launch of the text line. Would you like to give that out again? If anyone needs to t- needs uh, someone to talk to, needs to get something off their chest and wants to speak to someone who might not be a friend or a family member, a whole new set of ears, uh, where can people find you? Absolutely. So if you just text 50808, it's a free number. Uh, the volunteers are there 24-7. Uh, many of them will be going through the same things or thinking the same things that everybody else is thinking. So they're there, they're human, they're you know ready and willing to listen and to be there. And I think a lot of people are getting solace out of you know just talking to somebody that doesn't know them and, and getting things off their chest. So I really encourage people to do that and, and to try to keep those conversations going with those people around you too. But definitely if, if you just want to chat to somebody and to get something off the chest 50808 is the number amazing thanks a million Ian once again CEO of spunout.ie thank you as we call you our fountain of knowledge on the show Uh, thank you for everything that you're doing and I can't wait to chat to you next week thanks so much Laura chat next week mind yourself with spunout.ie thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast we really hope you've enjoyed it it was a big one Don't forget, Ian joins us every Tuesday night on the Zoo Crew to chat about all things looking after your mental health, yourself, your general well-being, coming out of lockdown, all sorts. So if you'd like to listen in, Tuesdays at 7 on the Zoo Crew, if you can't wait till next week's podcast, that is. As always, if there's something going on in your life that you'd like to get a little bit of professional advice from Ian about, uh, head on over to our website and in the lifestyle section there, there's an anonymous box where you can submit a question and we will put it to Ian the next time we're on the podcast. You can find it on spin1038.com and spinsouthwest.com. Next week, we're going to be chatting about all things relationships. We'll chat to you then.